And that's why you have a giant hole in your wall. What is going on, everybody? This is the Cover Band Confidential Podcast, a podcast for cover band musicians and band leaders to learn how to rock more and suck less. In Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. In Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You're clear. I do still have many holes in my walls, right? Yeah, it's just the one that I'm kind of focused on at the moment. Yeah. You know, like last week, I came in real hot talking about whether, you know, some days you're the hammer and some days you're the nail. Well, guess what? As of about 20 minutes ago, I found out I was the nail the whole time. Uh. Um, had somebody come out to quote unquote fix the air conditioning uh, and then it never worked oh. after they left. Uh, so I had to get another person to come out and spend the same amount of money, except that person did like 20 times more work. And um, I'm not, I'm none too pleased with my initial uh, vendor. Yeah. Yeah. That's irritating. So, yeah. Um, other than that, how's it going? You know, not terrible. Not terrible. I've been, um, I've told you I've been auditioning drummers. Yes. And, um, I've got a lot of, a lot of, um, I'm finding that getting them actually into a room is sort of like the first hurdle. Yes. Um, there are other hurdles after that, but that one seems to be a lot of people are the big one, like willing to drop an email. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. They do have the most amount of stuff. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But like, if you're going to drop an email and then not respond to my response, like either I'm yeah. sucking in my response, which is possible. Uh, sure. Or emails a real low friction thing. And then when it comes to actually, oh, I'll be at a place. Yeah. I mean, I see it from both sides, but like we've, we've kind of gone back and forth about this is that, you know, the true. Uh, people show you who they are with their actions. It's true. So these people are just telling you by not responding that they're not the right person for this project. That is true. That is true. I did meet with a guy um, on Tuesday. I'm all messed up because it was Labor Day this week, so I can't tell. I don't even know yes. what day today is. It's, it's messing me up totally. But it was Tuesday when I met with him. And he was fine and friendly and punctual and professional and prepared. Um, and played like a sledgehammer played like, yeah. you know, not a, not a subtle player. And that's, you know, there are times I want a lack of subtlety. <laughs> that's yes. actually not the end of the world, but, um, everything sounded a little bit all the same. And it could be putting him with a bassist would loosen him up and he'd find, find some groove. He didn't demonstrate to me in the room, but I want to hear some other people play. So, yeah. You know, sometimes the person that ends up getting the gig isn't necessarily the first person you want, mm. but they are the person who is uh, available. For sure. You know? For sure. And there's a lot to be said for turning up. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Well, let's see. Um, I've done nothing um, music related. I had a birthday yes. this past weekend. Yes, and, a big um, one. Yeah. So I'm now uh, 40. Four whole D. I'm still trying to figure out what that means, but, you know. I mean, I'm I'm a little ahead of you on it. Um, when I figured out, I'll let you know. Yeah. I still feel like I'm doing the same thing I was doing, you know, a week ago. I just you are. now you are. there's a thing behind it. You are. Yeah. I mean, listen, my, my 40s have been great. I, I, but my 30s were great. So. There you go. Yeah. I didn't have a clue what I was doing in my 20s, but. <laughs> my 30s are pretty good. My 40s have been pretty good. So, yes, you know. And, you know, other than that, it's been uh, prepping for things. So we've got uh, we've got a show tomorrow. Uh, it's a big municipal event and um, a lot of new things. Mm. 
uh, are going on and uh, I am externalizing my anxiety about it so it does not consume me whole. Smart. Uh, it is the first gig with our uh, new guitar player. Yeah. Uh, it is the first gig with a new front of house guy. Mostly because our guitar, our bass player slash music director is not available for this date. Gotcha. Uh, so we are subbing him out as well as using his Ableton setup in his absence. Ah. Which adds another level of yeah. things that could potentially, you know, not work the way they're supposed to. Um, the, the, the material is all pretty well-worn, at least for us. You know, we'll have to make sure that we got the advance and they had an hour for load in and an hour for sound check and then like an hour downtime and then the show starts. We've opted to show up an hour earlier than the allotted load in time and pushing all of that stuff back. So we actually have time on stage yeah. uh, to make sure that all of the wrinkly parts can get ironed out a bit. Um, and that begins, begins like we've over the next two weeks, we've got, Five, four shows. Sweet. So we've got a show on Friday. Got a show next Thursday. Got a show on that Sunday, and then one the following Saturday. Very nice. Um, and they're all kind of doing slightly different things with those dates. So we're doing the first karaoke thing on Thursday, the sixteenth, and then the uh, the nineteenth is an '80s slash '90s set. So we're pulling some stuff out we haven't played in a little while. Cool. Cool. So we'll see. Yeah. Uh, the karaoke thing has been just a real, real learning experience <laughs> in the, whether I not, whether or not I want to do karaoke. <laughs> well, listen, I, I'm, I'm interested in that, but before we go into it, there was something you said that I, I put a pin in mentally and I mm -hmm. want to ask about, which is externalizing your anxiety. Yes. Say, so just expand on that a little bit. So... I'm an anxious person. I think it's pretty well-worn territory. If you're just tuning in for the first time, <laughs> hi, I'm anxious. It's nice to meet you. Um, and as things have gotten, it's really interesting because it is a sensation that I had almost forgotten about. Because frankly, from a creative standpoint, the things that we do as far as the podcast and all of the YouTube content are not anxiety inducing. Yeah. Mostly because the only person that is a part of those things that I can control or can't control is me. But when you start bringing shows back in and you start bringing external and third parties into, you know, this operation, there's a lot more stuff that I don't have, uh, I'm not able to, you know, control. And that makes me anxious. Mm -hmm. So, uh, I have, it's just an, something that we've just started talking about in our house that, um, sometimes I just need to say the things that I'm thinking in my head out loud mm. because it makes them less, uh, scary. Yeah. So externalizing my anxiety is just basically a way of saying I'm taking the ugly thoughts in my head and uh putting them out in the world uh so they can uh see the light of day yeah. and then they don't normally feel so big yeah wither up in the sun yeah yeah i had a friend who called that naming it mm -hmm. name the give it give it a name and suddenly it's less you know dreadful yeah. that's interesting yeah 
All right, thanks. Thanks for for unpacking that. All right. Karaoke. Karaoke prep. Yeah. So first thing I want to do is I want to thank our community because they are tremendous people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I mentioned last week that I was considering this whole karaoke prep thing and was considering some different options, pro presenter and band helper. And longtime listener and contributor to the Facebook group, uh, Dan McDermott, hit me up and was like, hey, you want to hop on a, on a Zoom call? Let's, let's talk about this. So he's been using Band Helper's app to do kind of the scrolly thing to, uh, to automate his shows with his backing tracks. Yeah. So he's a, he's a solo guy, and he's got it set up where an automation will trigger the backing track to start. And then as the lines go, it highlights and it moves and it's, it's a very efficient, well, uh, like from an appearance standpoint, it, it looks very clean. Mm. And so I was super intrigued. So we hashed it out for about 45 minutes. And by the time he showed me the workflow, other than it looking really, really nice, it was just very tedious and time consuming. Uh, to do the automation. So the way that I've played with those, those scrolling automations have to do with knowing how long the song is and then having the mm-hmm. length of the page it's scrolling fit right. to be so that things hit the screen at the right times on the yes. moments of the track. Yes. Uh, seems, seems like a lot. So what he is doing is there's a, there's a feature that you can do in the automations where if you double tap on a line, whether it's, chords or a line of text it highlights it and then automatically moves it up Hmm. in the like in the interface so it does scroll and it is very much like a karaoke style delivery and what with the automation you're basically one of the automations is to launch the um launch the track when you select the song and then it's going to scroll up to the first set of chords, and then it's just going to kind of continue to do that. But you have to do and trigger those automations in real time, at least the first time, mm-hmm. to get it to do what it's what it needs to do. And it so, records as you tap your way through it and highlight the lines? Correct. Uh-huh. And then you can go back and you can edit them if you mess something up or uh, timing is off. You know, it. there's a whole offset capability where you can tell it to either adjust the offset or don't adjust the offset. Um, again, we have said, we've talked about band helper a lot on this show and it isn't that it's not a great platform and that it doesn't do a lot of things. It's just that the way to get it to do those things is not intuitive or fun. Well, Maybe. it's got so many features. It's like almost impossible to describe, you know, it, you, you could make a huge, huge list of the things that it does. And, and then to actually implement them all in a workflow for all of them is a lot. Um, you know, the the author of it, Arlo Leach, who I've emailed mm-hmm. with sometimes for tech support, super good guy, band guy. Yep. I mean, he uses his own yeah. stuff, fully dog foods it. Um, he has just gone through a complete rewrite of both mobile apps for Android and iOS. And that's yep. now essentially complete. The architecture he wanted to change under the covers is now complete. And, um, and so he started reaching out to the, the band helper community for feedback and thoughts and refinement 
opportunities. And I expect we'll see some of that stuff that's a little clunky to use get cleaned up over time. But part of it is just the sprawling nature of its feature set. It's really hard to have it. You know, if you're going to do something that's very particular like that, it's going to take some work. Yeah. Yeah. The basics, managing set lists and stuff. You know, and scheduling and that scheduling, kind of thing. Like it pretty darn good. Yeah. So I opted to go a different route um, for a couple of reasons. One, uh, Amber's going to be doing MCing, good. which also means that I have a dedicated operator. Yeah. So the automation urgency isn't quite there. Right. So um, the other thing, the other reason being is that I had it at my disposal. Uh is uh, I'm actually going to use ProPresenter to do the lyrics for um, for the karaoke. Might as well. Yeah, and the the workflow is is a lot faster. You can set things up um, pretty easily. Like basically, you copy, you go onto a lyrics page, you copy the text, and you more or less paste it into a presentation, and then through this reflow editor, you insert the slide breaks and you know you can make them however you want them to look you can yeah. put video backgrounds behind them if you want to you can leave those out if you if you don't need them um they do offer a remote app for mobile devices so you can operate it uh from a non-central location also if again if it's the same kind of thing as with with band helpers that you can't automate it you can drop your backing track into a presentation, trigger the lyrics as they go in real time, kind of clean them up, and then export them as an MP4 file, which inevitably would be what you would want to do. Now, there's a third option that uh, is not an option right now, and that is that karaoke version sells videos of their karaoke tracks mm. for karaoke. Yeah. Uh, they're two ninety nine a piece, and okay. this gig pays... 850 total. Yeah. So that didn't, that no, just wasn't no, the there. Unit economics don't line up on that one. Yeah. And if I had the discretionary income, I would be like, well, screw it. My time is worth more than sure. that. But the fact of the matter is, is that until, you know, we start doing these gigs that we've got coming up, uh, there isn't a lot of discretionary income for the, uh, for the band projects. Uh, I spent the last piece of discretionary income on my Dante card, Sweet. which I just got. Sweet. So. There's just a lot of a lot of moving parts, and I'm I'm in the I think I'm in the uh, the H's right now, so I've made it A B C D E F G H yeah of the song list yeah I mean the other thing the other reason to go with with uh, pro presenters you know it really deeply right right I mean it's you you work in it essentially every day and, yes um you know when I when I'm making these cute little web apps that I do on the side when I'm you know got a the bird in my saddle to put something in the world that didn't exist before. Yep. I pull out PHP because it's it, not because it's, it's the best the language. You know? It is certainly not, but it's the one I know. So <laughs> yeah. I, I go with it, right? Yeah. Well, so my my hope is is that I get what what is going – one of two things is going to happen. is I'll get the project done and it'll be ready to go and uh, we'll do it. Or it'll get really close to um, running out of time and then being like, you know what? We're never, we're not going to play this song. Yeah. We're not going to play this song. Yeah. And the, the song list will just get shorter and shorter, yeah. which is fine. Um, we're again, I am the king of over promising or under promising and over delivering. Yeah. I told them we would come in with a, a set list of 50 songs. I'm we're at 75 right now. Well, there you go. So <laughs> I've got some room. Yeah. 
And you know, if they get if the audience gets to listen, they're like, "Gosh, it's weird. Their set list ends at T." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's because I'll try and spread it out way through more. it. <laughs> well, and you know, there's a part of me that's stressing out about it because it is it's a new venue, yeah. and it's close to the house, so there's some perks. But again, the pay's not great, and so as much time and effort as I'm putting into, like, I can't let it myself stress out about this because it's like this is a this is less money than we normally ask for in most cases we're trying to you know foster a relationship with this venue but like if they don't like it who who cares you know yeah yeah just do something else yeah because i mean at the moment we got enough we got we got enough going on yeah yeah so that's it for musicy things in my world all right well speaking of prep yeah, let's talk prep. So I do this show that is a live acoustic pub trivia. And the idea is there's a theme to it every week. And I, I, I have a little bag full of hand percussion instruments that I hand out. Each team has a tambourine or a handbell or a something. And I start playing a song. And when they recognize it, they ring in on their thing. And, you know, the whole, you know, I play something that's obvious and the whole room goes nuts. And it's energetic and fun and great. And, it explodes. Um, what was that? The, the room, it explodes. Explodes, it does. There's a lot of shouting and yelling. and It's fun. So um, we've been looking for other, I mean, I can do an 80s night all day long. I can do a 90s night. You know, like there are some themes that are just obvious and fall out of my, yeah. my you know, brain but, with no trouble. Um, I did a 2000s, 2000 to now, the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks, and that was popular. And it turned out to be quite a nice apology to the... <laughs> my, the re- my regulars who are in the Gen Z and baby millennial era that I've been brutalizing with a lot of eighties and nineties music. But, um, uh, in talking with some of my regulars, the request came up that we do a Disney night. Yeah. So, uh, that is the plan for the next two nights. And so I've been, I've been making my set list for this. This is a prep intensive show is why I bring it up. I got to learn a bunch yes. of songs. I got to, uh, you know, my book is big enough now I can pull out an eighties night without thinking too hard, but, um, an hour and a half of straight Disney. I don't have it. I don't have it. I'm gonna have to invent it. I mean, I, I don't know many acoustic guys in our uh, milieu yeah, who would. For sure. For sure. Um, Never mind the fact that like some of these Disney songs are are kind of problematic. Like you're you're not pulling a lot out of Peter Pan. No. Well, I do have Zippity Doodah on there. Yeah, that's my oh my, what a wonderful day! It's right, it's right there on the to line. Be a slave. It's not great. It's not great. It's problematic. Nope. Um, the other thing that I'm going to mess with them about is I'm I'm kind of a Disney nerd, but I'm much more a Disney okay. parks nerd than a Disney films nerd. Mm. So I'm pulling out things like Grim Grinning Ghosts, which is the theme song of the Haunted Mansion. I'm pulling out like we'll see if anyone gets. There's a great big beautiful tomorrow, which is the music of the the Carousel of Progress. Carousel like, of Progress. You know, we'll see. We'll just see. Um, well, but I think if you, if you advertise it the way that you can, I think you will attract, cause I mean, there's a whole, like, like Disney adult is like a, like a whole genre yeah. person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I think, and I think you, you could definitely, uh, find, uh, your, you know, that, that vein of the populace in your area. I can tell you that like I've got there's guys that I work one of the guys that I work with is literally going to Disney this like tomorrow all right. and uh would be all over that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Well the I other thing I, I was thinking about, like what about the keys that you've got to sing these in? Yeah, I have to fix all of them. I have to fix all that's of them. That's gotta be that but that's also gonna slow d- potentially slow down the uh the recognition factor. Potentially. 
Yeah, I mean, a lot you know, of times how I the play melody them, is what hits you. The, the my ability, my inability to play them like the recording is more is more of a an impactor of that than anything. Sure. But, uh, but then you know, I've, I'm also going um, just to give myself a little bit of playroom. I'm going. I'm including IP that is now owned by Disney, but wasn't when the song was recorded. Hmm. So I'll be doing um, the Rainbow Connection. Yeah. So yeah, it was about the, the Muppet Disney thing. Disney owns the Muppets now. I'm going to be doing Sweet Transvestite. Okay. Because Disney owns 20th Century Fox, which 20th owns, Century Fox. Yeah, Rocky Horror. So, so that does mean Dr. Frankenfurter is now a Disney princess. I don't know if anyone's done that. Yes, math, we've. We, I feel like I've I've seen that yeah. in in spaces. Also, Thor is a Disney yeah. princess now. So that's good. There you have it. Anyway, um, are you wait? All right. So hold on, just real quick before yeah. we yeah, move please. on to the yeah. next thing. Are you watching the What If series? Yes. Did you watch the one that dropped last night? No, but I've seen the title. It's sweet. <sighs> what if zombies? It's probably, it's it's my second favorite one. What's your favorite favorite one? Captain Carter. Yeah, it was really the good. The first one. That it was, was really, really good. good. It was really good. I felt the other ones were a little too meta for, uh, I'm, I'm just not that, I'm not, I'm not as well versed in the MCU uh. to like get all the inside jokes, but I knew that like they kept, like especially like the, the, T'Chata, Star-Lord. I feel like they were like winking the entire they were. time. They were. No, absolutely. And as it somebody who very, knows, knows it deeply. It felt super meta, very yeah, inside. It was yeah. awesome. It was awesome for somebody who does. And the last one, yeah. the one with Doctor Strange was, oh man, that was hard. That was good, yeah. but hard. Um, anyway, yes, anyone who's not watching those really needs to be because they're super, super good. And they're all a Disney property now. So if there was musical to them, you know, I'll tell you this. There's a song, uh, Lost in the Woods from Frozen 2. Yep. That is clearly like a 80s power ballad, Peter Cetera reference, right? And Absolutely. it's so well done. The songwriting in it is, uh, I mean, there are five key changes in that song. It starts in G, mm-hmm. it ends in B flat. It's like, yep. there's no reason why this song should be doing this, except that they're all, you know, each of those key change moments is, you know, evokes something from that it, genre. A thing happens. Yeah. 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 It's very, it's good and hurts to sing because like all these keys keep changing under you and you have no idea where you are. It's, it's good. Anyway, that'll really be fun. fun I'll, uh, challenge. I'll give an update. Um, I always start that show by doing one without points just to demonstrate the model sort of, you know, let, let people who haven't been there sort of try yep. one. And the joke I always make is like no points on this one. Cause I hate this song. Um, <laughs> so I'm starting with, you got a friend in me cause Randy Newman just uh... the world's had enough Randy Newman. I think. I, I liked that was one of the things from mad TV. I liked Will Sasso doing Randy Newman was always really funny. <laughs> you should look those that. up. I don't think I've seen it. They're pretty good. Yeah. He's easy to parody. Yeah. I mean, it, it very much. Yeah. I mean, he's written the same song like 50 times. So yeah. yeah. But I mean, I love LA yeah. very of its time, but All like right. it's a cool song. It's a good song. It's probably the coolest song he's ever written. You no, know, yeah, it's and it's it's like a four for cool. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I mean, beyond that, it's it's Randy Newman. I mean, it what is. Do do? Yeah, not a lot, of, not a lot of requests for that in the uh, in the eighties set. Like you guys playing Randy Newman, like it's never come up. <laughs> it just like, doesn't come up. It just doesn't come up. Not, I will say another. I do once. have one other Randy Newman song on this list, which I actually really love, um, and it's kind of a deep cut. It'll be kind of obscure uh, from. Uh, Princess and the Frog, Ma Belle Evangeline, which is the mm. song sung by the Firefly that's like Cajun and sweet and wonderful. That's a Randy Newman tune. He, he wasn't the it, singer. 
I'm did he sure. compose all the music for that or was it just kind of like a one-off i think he did he, i think he just did some yeah yeah good stuff anyway. man it's a again that's a hell of a uh it's a hell of a challenge I, yeah it's like I, I mean and and i you know um some of my regulars kind of appreciate like what i have to go through to build this show for them <laughs> yeah to get, like, you're going kind of hard in the paint yeah yeah yeah, it's fun. But it, but again, like that. This is one of those that like could pay off in multiple like worlds. Yeah, you know, you keep saying that you're going to start your like waffle based kid music side project. Yes. Like knowing all these Disney songs would be like a huge, totally a huge break for that. Totally, I'm gonna be able to. I'm gonna know under the sea in just a minute here. I'm gonna know. I got the list in front of me. Someday my prince will come. Right, it's actually become a jazz standard that tune. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, there's a lot of good ones here. Fallout by Fallout Fallout Boy Immortals. Yeah, from the end of Big Hero Six. You have to like. I don't think. Yeah, you're not doing that one in in concert key. No, 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 no. It's the what is it? Immortal. Yeah, yeah, you're up there. Yeah, no, I'm not hitting that. Yeah. yeah anyway, my, it's a fun yeah, thing. I just wanted to show that, that. Very cool, man. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's a great idea. Uh, I don't. I've never heard of that being a thing. Yeah. So I think I think again these might be this might be one of those things where you're like ah oh, this will be fun or this will be funny and then you're like oh crap this is like a thing now. <laughs> yeah now I'm the Disney guy yeah 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 you know what it turns out there is an Elvis fest or something in mm-hmm. the town of Lexington where it's one of the places I play the trivia and um, so a yep. guy who is really connected actually hooked me up with the vineyard show that I played a couple weeks ago um, asked me if I knew any Elvis and I was like well uh, let's see I got Blue Christmas. I got, I can't help falling in love with you. I got a yep. little less conversation. Mm-hmm. It's probably about my Elvis. He was like, can you play that for three hours? <laughs> Are you kidding? I mean, I could. I, I fully could. <laughs> so in my in my old classic country band, we used to do uh, the, the American Trilogy, mm. which is, you know, just deep fried cheese. Yep. But also, again, not, you know, a little problematic. But like, yeah. you know, in, in that world, it's, but I got to do, you know, the big Elvisy parts, the like the big mm-hmm. gospel-y vibrato. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. But, uh, and then you're talking about something about, oh, that's what it was. There's a, there's a, an event that's going on, I think right in your backyard. Uh, it's a, it's a concert or like a, sh- like this company that keeps putting these shows on called get sad y'all and it's, <laughs> it's an emo night. Oh, that's great. And it's they they, um, I was, I started following them because Alex Melton, who is a cover artist. Um, if you've never listened to his stuff, he's on YouTube. His shtick is he takes punk and metal songs and turns them into like bro country songs. <laughs> and then he also does the reverse where he'll, he'll take a bro country song and turn it into like a punk song. That's great. But he just did a couple, he, he's done two of them. They did one in Durham and then they did another, but they called out Bull City Cider Works huh. on their socials. And I was like, I know that place. Yeah, that's good. So if they, uh, if we can ever get the, uh, the Warped Project big enough to, to do that, maybe that'll be our excuse. So we'll come up, there you go. Come up, up yonder. Yeah. Up the holler and do that. Exactly. Cool. Cool. All right. Um, you had something had you another... to talk about. You had a whole topic. I did, but like, let's, how are we doing on time right now? Well, like, we're at like coming up on half an hour. All right. Then let's do it. Right. I was worried that like, you know, we've had enough conversation that maybe we would just like wrap it up. But I 
I've got some stuff that I've been, I've had rolling around in my head for a little bit. And I think it's the thing is we're talking about. Um, and what will probably happen is that we will have this conversation and then I will boil that down a bit more. Maybe have a couple more conversations, boil it down a little bit more. And that will be the, the video that comes out okay. uh, on the YouTube channel next week. But I want to talk about things that musicians need to stop doing. Hmm. Uh, we as a community, there's just some some things that like either I don't think are cool anymore or are played out or are just bad form. And most of the stuff is going to revolve around social media. Uh, there's plenty of stuff that like musicians should stop doing in meat space as well. But like, I, I feel like just given the way that the last year and a half has gone that like, this is really, you know, where, what we need to kind of talk about or focus on. Uh, I will give Mike Schulte, uh, as much credit as he deserves, which is a lot less than I'm willing to give him. <laughs> um, just because I don't think he, he needs anymore. Yeah, no. Yeah. Just uh, go to his head. Anyway. Um, he had posted something in the group about uh, him being annoyed when bands say so and so band rocks, you know, Joe's chum bucket Friday night. Like, what does rock mean anymore? And uh, it is kind of like a played out kind of term. And uh, I think from a social media standpoint and from like a like a an advertising standpoint, it's it's not a great way to describe things in a lot of cases yeah i mean if you're gonna play if you're gonna go and play like nazareth tunes all night yeah yeah maybe maybe you're rocking a place yeah if you're a poison tribute yeah that's that's one thing i just like i would like to 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 preface this let's not just say stop doing this let's provide alternative options Ah. so there's a there's a it's not just pop it's it's just not you know, crapping on other musicians. It's yeah. like, let's be well, productive. L- listen, let's say what works about that. What works is you put in the event, the title of the event is really what Mike was complaining about. You've put in mm-hmm. the title of the event, the name of your act and the name of the venue. And that's yeah. important because that's the title is what shows up in people's stuff. And if it's like yep. just your name or just the venue, it doesn't, there's nothing actionable about that. Nobody can do anything. It's a so, list of details. Yeah. So at least, at least, you know, you've said what and where. So that's good. I think the thing that I would, I would suggest doing as an, as a, like, as a way to differentiate yourself, because I think that's a problem is that it's too generic. Yeah. It's too samey, samey from what else you're going to see on other platforms. Yes. Uh, or from other groups yes. in your area. Yes. Um, find a way to make, the event and event. However, you can do that. Huh. With members only, it's super easy. You you just say 80s night at venue. Yep. So it's it's immediately a separate, it's not, you know, again, it's not this band, this venue, this night, period. You know, use your use your logo in the, you know, in the event name. Or, you know, come up with something unique like 80s Ladies Night, which was something that we kind of put together that like seemed to do really well. Yeah. We've done, you know, we had the Fanny Pack Friday idea. We had, you know, we've done a couple of different like, but just find unique, you know, catchy ways of describing what it is you are going to be doing at said event. Because otherwise it is, it's just venue name, band, night. And saying the word rocks doesn't help 
um, doesn't do anything to relieve the genericness of that. Yes. And I, again, I just think as a term, it's kind of played out. Yeah. I, I'm having a hard time with just the term rock and roll in general, because at this point it almost feels like we're cosplaying for like old people. Yeah. Which is kind of a bummer. Like I remember like rock and roll feeling like cool and dangerous and now it's young. I feel like it doesn't feel like that. Yeah. Yeah. Rock so, and roll feels like it feels like it ended in the seventies or something. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a little antiquated. Yeah. Um we've got to come up with a better we've got to come up with a better descriptor. So stop doing that. Stop putting rocks in your description. Stop putting rocks. Stop throwing rocks at your description. There you go. Here's another one that's bugging me. The tonight's office pictures on on Instagram. Guilty. No, 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 no. I'm not, again, I am not saying that I've never done it and yeah, that it right. shouldn't be done. I'm saying we need to we stop doing knock it. We should knock it off. Uh, and I, it, this is a newer development because, I, again, I feel like people are kind of coming out of, you know, their hidey holes. Yeah. And um, I've started just replying to every single one of them I see with, but that's not an office. This appears to be a <laughs> ven concert venue of some sort. You work on a stage. That's interesting. So <laughs> that's just been that. That's that's my slight, my small like rebellion. Yeah. Against against the. And it's just you've seen it a million post. times. You're just you're just sick and tired of hearing it. Again, yeah. I get. We're not contributing to the culture. We're not contributing to the community in any way. And it was never actually a very good joke. No, and 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 it to be perfectly honest, it was a flex. It was a way to yeah. brag yeah. about what you were doing. Yeah, true. So what if you just like switch it up and just said flex post. This is where we're playing tonight. Yeah. Or God help us. I know it's the internet. So it's I'm asking the impossible here. But what if we like say yeah. something sincere about mm. Wow, I'm playing this place tonight. I'm really honored. It's going to be awesome. I hope to see everybody. Like you know, you could actually have a, so, have a moment of connection as a human. Right. Because I think it, the the tonight's office is a humble brag yep. post. Yep. What if you're just humble? Yeah. Yeah. Because be, isn't being humble like the ultimate flex? Like you're so secure, like you don't even have to like, you know, show off about yeah, it. It's the inverted flex. It's the... Oof. Like so that. yes no no no. like it just it, this one stung a bit more i yeah, think yeah 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 well I, we we found ourselves in it yeah for sure <laughs> yeah so yeah no more no more of that let's try to be let's try to let's try to be we're creative people let's let's be creative yeah, about the, what we're posting so like maybe it's like i got hit over the head and like thrown in the trunk of a car and when i came to I was standing in front of this microphone in this venue. Yeah. Flip, Please flip the picture upside down and post it that way. And Please say, get First help. time I ever played a gig standing on my head. We'll see how it goes. Come out and I don't know. Yes. That's dumb. Let's but be creative. It's better than. Well, no, but office. you've got to. How many, how many people posted the picture behind the microphone before they, they came up with tonight's office? Few. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 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 They came up with other, there were other things that they posted until tonight's office hit yeah. and then we just stuck with it. Yeah. yeah. But I've been posting, that's the, that's the big problem. So I've been posting tonight's office posts for like over 10 years now. Yeah. It's a long time. It's time to go. Long Something enough. new. Long enough. Yeah. All right. I, I hear my pledge. I'll never do that again. Okay. Do you have one? 
because I could keep going. Let's let's do yours. Let's go. <laughs> I mean, I have I have I have some, but they kick off a whole big old conversation. I think. I don't know. I think what I'm about to say is about to you know. It may just this may be the one that ends the well, episode. Let me just let me just sneak one in then. All right, please do. I think we need to stop feeling entitled. To, I mean, entitlement's never a good look to to start yep. there, but particularly yes. being entitled to a gig, being entitled to an audience, being entitled to space, you know, to be heard. Um, mm-hmm. Nobody owes you anything like that at all. And if you're going to get it, you got to earn it. So yep. being, being jealous of other bands, gigs, being um, uh, possessive of dates at places, um, competing like in a way that's not collaborative um, we, we just, we, we got to do better as a community. Yeah. Well, it, we, you know, abundance mindset is the thing that we talk about, but like, I feel like there are ways to do those things, but to make them fun and compelling for other people. Yeah. So if you're going to be competitive with another band, like do it, but like make it fun. Yeah. Wink at it. So yeah. Like say, if we sell more merch at this date than this band sells at this date, then one of us has to do like a thing and it becomes like content that like both of your audiences can consume and like enjoy. Yeah, Like that's something that's, that's worth doing for, you know, just entertainment, you know, entertainment purposes. Yeah. I mean, that's actually yeah, otherwise, worth, worth, worth manufacturing. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing would be like a, a, a positive way to do that. This would be the alternative to the uh, ugly way that it typically happens. Yes. Um, and and honestly, what you, like what you just said kind of dovetails into the other thing that I I, I was going to cool. talk about, which is stop talking shit online. Yeah. <laughs> just generally, just but also in about general stuff. Yeah i I've seen enough. I've seen enough posts where. Uh, tea is spilled or laundry, dirty laundry is aired and it never makes anybody look any better. It somehow makes everybody involved, regardless of what side of the argument they're on, look worse. The most recent exhibit I have noticed in this particular case is there is a, there's a band called Bad Wolves, which is pretty popular in the kind of butt rock metal world. Uh, and they had a singer named Tommy Vexed. And he is, for all intents and purposes, a like a, a, a garbage person <laughs> for so many reasons. Um, but he got kicked out of the band and has like continued to run his mouth about, you know, how, you know, he was the only talented person in the band and like these guys are. I was, I, I've been carrying them for years and da, 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 and I'm being, you know, persecuted or singled out or blah, blah, blah. And somehow they, the band wrote a response to that behavior and almost like dug themselves in as big of a hole as he has mm. trying to explain their side of the story. What they should have done is they should have let him flail yep. and said, we wish him well on his journeys. Yeah. And just like, let that be the end of it. Yeah. But instead, they kind of were like, 10 of the 13 songs on our debut record were written before he was in the band. And we this particular thing happened, and that wasn't true. And it was like, you didn't need yeah, to do there's that. No, there's there was, no, you can't, you, you, even if you rebut every point, nobody's winning that argument. 
Right. And it was like literally a two page statement. And the first page was great. And then the second page completely undid the first page and like made it worse. Yeah. Like they could have literally like just stopped halfway and like they would have been fine. Yeah. We've, we've talked a lot about taking the high road. It's just always, it's just always better. It's just always better. Yeah. I'm, I'm currently in, in that weird position because now I need to say something about the vendor that screwed up my air conditioning, mm. but I have to say it in a constructive, like fact-based way, uh, without, you know, slagging the organization or the employee. Like I almost don't want to like name the employee because he's probably just doing crappy things that they taught him to do. So, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a weird situation, but like, you know, in the in the band world, you're going to deal with uh, unsavory people. You're going to deal with uh, difficult situations. You're going to deal with interpersonal relationships, and there's always going to be friction and and that kind of thing. But the less that you like him and haw on on social media about those kinds of things, the better off you're going to be. Yeah. Don't slag a venue that like you felt did you wrong yeah. don't slag a person who you know slighted you in some way it just never it never looks good yeah you know do if you if you want people in your community to know not to do business with a particular venue tell them and you can do that without you know tagging them in a social media post yeah yeah, or even subtweeting them. It's you know, it's like no, you're not kidding anybody. Tag your uh, tag your allies and screenshot your enemies. If you see something that you find like repulsive or stupid, don't like especially on Twitter. Don't at them. Yeah. Take a picture of it and be like, "Oh my gosh, this person's actual name <laughs> is an idiot." If you're gonna say anything. Yeah, and even that. It's better just not engage at all. Best not to. Yeah. And to kind of drill down on that particular thing, don't think that by not commenting on something that you're not letting people know how you feel about it. Mm. Because one thing I don't think people account for is that on Facebook, people get notifications when you like posts, not necessarily when, when you, not just when you comment on them. Yeah. So if you think that you're being like, clever by like oh i'm not going to comment on this but i support it well people in your social circles may see the things that you approve of or participating in even passively yeah and that could reflect on you poorly yeah so best to just, just stay above the frame yeah it's not hard i know people are like this is my personal like who cares <laughs> why does your opinion matter so much yeah your job on social media is to be in the you business is your business being uh, a jerk to you know other people in your music community? If so, that's bad business. You should be in good business. Yeah. So don't. Besides, it's bad for you. You you end up being a bad like you you, you end up being somebody that you don't like very much. Yeah. You know, whenever I'm uh, arguing with somebody on the internet, I'm like I'm, I I never end that a happy and pleasant person. If I jump into a salty disagreement the first thing i need to the first thing i'm like something something's bothering me yeah and it's got nothing to do with this right it's something else but it's like so yeah that's every time if you see me like hop in onto like some sort of pile on it's 
I'm I'm probably you know in a less than healthy <laughs> yeah. headspace yeah, for other reasons, yeah. completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah. All right, so, so yeah, that, that was the main things. I I yeah. Um, and there's there's lots of onstage pet peeves, but like in in reality, like these are the things that like you need to just consider when you're posting. And they're the majority of the things we're doing these days. So yeah, and and again, we get so it's so the the music community is so insular. It's it's very easy to kind of get caught up in the you know cliches and the and the tropes of what you know what we do. So you know maybe this is the slight nudge that you need to just reconsider what you're doing yeah. or maybe just look at it uh with a more uh critical eye yeah. like ah, oh, maybe i maybe i can maybe there are better ways of doing this than what i'm doing now yeah yeah maybe the word rocks can maybe just fall out of my vocabulary just find a better just find a better word yeah find a better description yeah so that's the main thing i, like I feel like i need a, i feel like five five is the magic number i feel like we might have hit a couple of them. We got at least three strong ones. So, all right, we'll come back and do a, a part two of it next week. No, uh, we'll see. We'll do the stage, the onstage version. Oh, we could do that. Yeah, uh, those could honestly each one of those could be like its own separate, completely. You know, deal. Yeah. Well, it was a good talk. Yeah, good times. After you know, getting raked over the coals, it was nice to blow off a little bit of steam yeah. and you know talk about fun things. Yeah, it's not supposed to spend uh, free of charge. I like to make money as supposed to spend it. But, Generally, you know. I prefer that, yeah. So I'll get to do that. We'll get to do some of that tomorrow. Excellent. All right, folks. Thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, we have so much fun doing all of this stuff for you, but, you know, it does take a little bit of work. And uh, if you want to support us, you know, like us on all of our social channels, subscribe on the YouTube channel, or do any of this stuff that our good friend Adam Moskowitz from the band ban- VAM band is about to tell us. Otherwise, I will call it for this week. From Atlanta, Georgia, I'm Adam Johnson. From Greensboro, North Carolina, I'm Dan Ray. You've been listening to the Grand Confidential <laughs> for the week of September 10th. Have a good week. And that's how you rock more and suck less. Hey, listener, this is Adam Moskowitz of the Van Band out of South Florida. Yes, another Adam. Adams are taking over the cover band scene. Get used to it. Sorry, Dan. On behalf of Cover Band Confidential, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. Now, I know you want to support this cast, so this is how you do it. You subscribe, you leave a five-star review, you share this episode with your musician friends, and you throw a screenshot on your story. And you go ahead and you follow the podcast on all their socials. You got Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of them. These gentlemen, Adam Johnson of Members Only and Dan Ray of the Clinky Lincolns, have graciously given us vast amounts of great content. So as a thank you, go ahead and send them some green energy on their Patreon page. For real, send them some digital coins. And when you do that, you'll get access to the Slack back channel, which is just musicians and band leaders chatting about the craft of being in a performing cover band. The wins, the losses, the behind the scenes, goodness. If you play at least once a month for money, all I'm saying is break off a few bucks for your favorite podcast that you always listen to. Any questions, comments, hit up the Facebook group, send a text or voicemail to their hotline. That's 404-491-0910. You can also email coverbandconfidential at gmail.com. 
If you'd like, you can find my band on Instagram, Facebook, at VamBand. That's V-A-M Band. Do it. Seriously, I want to see that CBC bump. Or you can find everything you need at VamBand.com. We started in 2019. We play funk, pop, soul, R&B, Motown in Southeast Florida. I play guitar and backup vocals at Adam Moskowitz Music on IG. Also follow the CBC host on IG. That's at Adam Patrick Johnson and at Dan Ray Musician. Or visit CoverBandConfidential.com for all the goods. I'm going to go ahead and call it for Adam Moskowitz in Boca Raton, Florida. That was your outro bumper on Cover Band Confidential. Always be performing! Thank <laughs> you.